Hi, welcome to Parenting the Adlerian Way. I'm your host, Adlerian family counselor and parenting expert, Allison Schaefer. Each week, I answer your burning parenting questions to help reduce the stress of parenting one tip at a time. We'll explore Adlerian psychology together and learn methods of child guidance for raising a happy, confident, capable, resilient child. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, it's Allison Schaefer. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a guest interview and I'm going to be speaking with Dr. Amanita, who is a multicultural positive psychologist and an ethical influencer who advocates for positive mental health and social justice. He was the Counseling Center Director and a Psychology Faculty Member at Webster University, Thailand from 2017 to 2021. He's currently a Psychology Professor at Fort Lewis College in Durango, Colorado, and an Adjunct Faculty and Clinical Supervisor in the Counseling Psychology Graduate Program at Assumption University of Thailand. His doctoral degree is from the Arizona State University. Dr. Amanita often integrates mindfulness into his teaching, therapy, and service, and is particularly interested in how mindfulness can contribute to people's happiness and inner peace, and to society's growth, resilience, and life enhancement. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Very nice to, to invite me. Thanks for that introduction, and, and very very nice to be on your prestigious uh, podcast here. Well, let me tell you, you you have had a very interesting life. Um, how does one end up? I, I've spoken at Webster University in Switzerland, actually. So I am a, a familiar with the different campuses worldwide that Webster University has. How, how did you make the big leap to Thailand? Yeah, great question. Uh, I was quite just uh, interested in Thailand generally because my uh, partner at the time was from there. And when I found a, a job opportunity there, uh, after I, I graduated, uh, actually, I started in a in a rehab there, uh, addictions rehab, and then uh, 
saw this job opportunity that a friend of mine uh, sent me uh, at Webster University, Thailand, and that was a bit better, better fit to get back into academia uh, at the same time as doing counseling. So uh, I went ahead and moved, moved over there. Anybody who makes a big move like that is courageous. I think that's that's fantastic. And when did mindfulness and all your psychological training, when did mindfulness actually come onto your radar? Yeah, nice, nice question. Um, when I was a graduate student at Arizona State University, there were these mindfulness weekly kind of meetings that uh, trainings that that actually another graduate student uh, was putting on. And so I started attending those more or less for my own personal interest to, uh, you know, I kind of heard about mindfulness and I, I thought it might might help with the, the stresses of of grad school. And, uh, and you know, that's the first time I did like uh, uh, the, this little raisin activity where you, you spend about an hour observing and touching and hearing and smelling and then finally eating a, a raisin the, the entire hour. And so, I, I, yeah, I was going to those for learning. Uh, I mean, for doing for, for my own sake, and then I, I, I quickly learned that these were things that I could integrate into my own practice as a counselor, as a, as a counselor in training at that time in grad school. And so the journey began, but now it seems to be quite a bit of your passion. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I definitely believe in, and I'm passionate about, about mindfulness. I believe in, in the power of it to, to transform uh, society, I'd say, yeah. So, and I'm a, I, we had a little quick chat just before jumping on the podcast. And I told you that I also um, practice every morning and I have for probably 15 plus years. I, I've only done one retreat and it was only a half day retreat. And I listened to so many podcasts about meditation. They say it doesn't really begin until you do your big full, you know, week or three week or three month or three year. Um, it, was your journey the same? Did it grow and grow and grow? You know, to, to be honest with you, uh it, it, it comes and goes, and you know. So, sometimes I get more into it, and, and other times uh, that there may be a week or a month go by that I don't actively practice any kind of kind of meditation. I uh, although I, I I like to say that the the more passive uh, kind of awareness, the uh, the day to day things that kind of integrated into into my life, uh, those are the things that I advocate for for others. And, uh, and and rather than, you know, I sit down at, in the morning, of course, that's wonderful, too. But I know a lot of people can't can't commit to that sit down in the morning, a 30 minute kind of meditation practice, but rather those just pausing in, throughout the day. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we have a, a little exercise in the book that, that's called uh, three gr- uh, green little dots. Uh, which we actually borrowed from uh, uh, Susan K- Kayser Greenland, I think. And it, it it's basically taking some stickers. We use green stickers to put on around, you know, I have one on the back of my cell phone. I have one on my water bottle, on my keys. And then when you just happen to notice those green dots, it's just a little reminder to take a 30 second break, take a few breaths, just mindful check in with how you're feeling, check in with uh, what your thoughts are. And so that's more or less what what, what I tend to do uh, day to day uh, rather than ha- that, that, than, than spend uh, a lot of dedicated time to it. And I think that that can, can work well for a lot of folks. Yeah, what, I mean, I think people in yoga recognize the and, and meditation and what we see in therapy is, you know, you do your work, but then it's it's what you do off the mat outside the office. It's the integration into your daily life. And I think that's really, really true and important. Um, 
But you really uh, advocate for starting this young. And I think a lot of parents think that kids are fidgety and kids aren't interested in this. And if they can hardly get adults to slow down, how are you going to get your inattentive you know, preschooler or grade two to be interested in this? But you advocate that younger is better for getting this going. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, re- research is is pretty supportive of this, that if students can get some grasp of uh, of some mindfulness at a young age uh, then it can be can be really really good for for them overall can help them uh, regulate their emotions better it, you you see some studies showing that it that it improves grades improves behavior uh, improves attention memory you know there, there there are so many benefits i i think that that the research really can back up this idea that that mindfulness is is good for kids and so de- definitely advocate for that and, and you see some form of kind of mindfulness or meditation being taught in, in in schools in some countries you know when i was in thailand a lot of the schools there start the morning off with some kind of uh, meditation mindfulness type type of thing and certainly you know not all the students pay attention certainly not all of them get into it uh, but but a lot of them will and uh, and, and benefit from that in in, in the long run even to the extent that that you know uh, something that that I propose is that this will trickle out into a, a, a better society, basically in the in the long run. And uh, you're right, right? You know, it is hard for for us even as adults to to focus and let let, let alone children. But I think that that's where where our book hopefully can can make a bit of a difference there because it gives you know, 40 exercises that kids engage with, right? Any kid can kind of focus their attention on a flashlight flashing around a dark room, uh, you know, for for a couple of minutes. Uh, that, that's one of the, the exercises in there. And so it, we, we make it fun and engaging and, uh, and, and actually uh, meaningful, I think, for, for students. I I really liked what you said about, you know, yeah, you're right. Maybe not all kids are going to fully engage with it. But if it's if the more that we embed it into our culture, kind of like, you know, if you always see grandma and grandpa walking off to the park in the morning to do their outdoor Tai Chi class, and that's all you've ever seen. You know, if if every day that you woke up and, you know, your mom was sitting on the mat for 15 minutes before, you know, getting breakfast together or when you went to school, every morning exercise was started. If if we saw it everywhere, we would eventually catch on to this idea of, gosh, I guess that's what people do. I maybe might investigate this a little bit more. And I just want to, you know, toot your horn here, um, uh, do your marketing for you. I had the privilege of getting an advanced copy of the book. And just so people know what we're talking about. And of course, I will put this in the show notes. But this is a great book called Teaching Mindfulness. Um, and um, what I love about this book is, um, it, it, yes, it's for a classroom. It's an eight-week program. It's for a classroom. But it's also for parents at home. Because if you told me that my kids should join me in mindfulness, you know, I learned it from an adult perspective. You know, I, I learned it from adult apps. There's no way I would have the skills or the creativity or the lesson plans and the specific details that are included in this book that a parent would need to be able to do this with ease or for a teacher who maybe likes the idea but really doesn't know how to do the application. 
education and you really cross that bridge with very specific activities that are kid-friendly, activity-based. It's not just sit on the mat and follow your breath. If, if people are listening to this saying, my kid would, <laughs> they don't even sit at the dinner table. You think they're going to sit on a mat? Um, you know, it's, it's very different than that. They're very, very compelling exercises and very well laid out. So it's a super, super great contribution that you've made. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, I'll just give um, you know one of the examples. the The book is the book is uh, maybe I'll get you to just talk. T- tell us how the book is laid out in terms of the vowels. Yeah, so th- th- this uh, I, I I don't want to take uh, credit for this. This was actually my special contributor's uh, idea, Janet York. So so uh, she she more or less came up with the, this idea that it would be a nice acronym. Uh, to remember the, the these aspects of uh, of mindfulness, and it kind of flows very very nicely, right? So the, it, it's based on the vowels of uh, of mindfulness, uh, uh, you know, raising awareness, uh, etc. So uh, so so yeah, and then kind of ending in in Y for 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 you. So uh, because you is a big part of, of, of the mindfulness activities there. So, it, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of a nice way to, to remember uh, the, these uh, aspects that, that are obviously important for us to uh, to remember. Right. Going, you know, I for investigate, right. Kind of investigate your feelings, investigate your thoughts, investigate the surroundings around you. Um, yeah, really, really did to, to help folks get into that. that uh, yeah. In case parents out there have forgotten what we learn in elementary school. You know, the kids can chant with no problems, A-E-I-O-U, and sometimes Y. Like they, <laughs> that is so ingrained in their heads. So to be able to, to tie these mindfulness, attention, experience, investigative, observe, understand, and you, it, that's that's a, a brilliant way of, to latch on to something that they that they already know. Yeah. Um, I know under for one of the examples of the observe, you there was the gratefulness exercise, which is a play on the words for gratefulness, but it does start with a teacher passing around or a parent, you know, giving a child a grape and then spending time thinking about the farm to fork, you know, we're grateful for the person who planted the seed, grateful for the person. Think of all the people, the the person driving the truck that got it to the grocery store, the cashier that, and being grateful for each of those people along the way. So that's just one of many, 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 many examples of something that is, you know, kid friendly, you know, not just your typical kind of sitting, sitting on the mat, even again, knowing that clearly a teacher has, has laid this out because even in the instructions, she says, um, use something like a muffin cup or a paper towel to keep the surfaces clean and grapes from rolling around. Can I tell you as a, as a first time teacher, when I was teaching in the classroom, you know, there was all kinds of things where I thought was a really great idea or exercise I would do with kids. And I forgot things like every kid is going to dive into this bowl of beads. They need their own little in or everybody's going to, you know, and you stumble through these frustrations. And this is like really written for a teacher doing something for the first time. So um, anyways, it's, it's a curriculum based book. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, that uh, term grateful actually came from a child. It, 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 it initially was, was, you know, a gratefulness exercise. And, uh, and then he um, kind of made a little mistake there in, 
in in, in pronouncing it or or you know a Freudian slip, if you will, uh, because of course that they were playing with great grapes. It was actually again my my uh, co-contributor to the book, uh, John York, was, was working with with this class, and and you know, when he said grateful instead of I'm I'm grateful instead of I'm grateful, uh, and, you know the class kind of cracked up and uh, and and it, it stuck and, and ended up in the book because of that. 
so yeah, I, you know, again, if it, if you read our our book's intro, you'll really realize the benefits not just for for the kids, but also for the the the, the parents. Uh, you know, all backed up with with uh, kind of scientific studies there. So I, I think that's why we really believe that it it should really be taught in every school at an early age because uh, it really does have a potential in, in, in my mind and, and and I think that that research would back that up as as kind of drastically improving kind of even possibly every imaginable sector of our society right because if if people aren't coping with with extreme mental health issues and stress and these things they can be much more productive and and, and much less uh, I guess uh, a, a dredge for uh, on society for for, for a lack of a better word. And I think we're doing better as a society understanding the concept of the whole person and that school can't just be reading, writing and arithmetic and a whole person shows up and a whole person needs to learn um, some of those soft skills. And often we say, you know, to your point, we're not good at prevention. We're much, much better at dealing with problems in whatever medicating, labeling, DSMing, therapizing, all, you know, doing all these remedial things or remediation what's uh anyway healing things after the the harm's been done but we have this great opportunity with these young whole beings coming into our education system that if we included this into the curriculum and it really doesn't take equipment it doesn't take time it's a very simple thing to do with the help of curriculums like the book you've laid out for people to just get going you don't have to get the whole school board on side you could just be one teacher who buys this book and just decides in your classroom this is how you want to start your day after morning exercises right Absolutely. And and maybe that would one day trickle over to the whole school board or, or another teacher that, that there's that they notice, oh, your students are were pretty well behaved. I'm wondering uh, what you do there, you know, and if they chat over over lunch break or something and, and, and maybe spread that a little a little wider would be the hope. Yeah. Yeah. And teachers, you know, or sorry for parents, you can do this in your own home. You don't have to rely on the school board. And if you're on the, the PTA or the student council or, you know, you can advocate for this small little program in a positive way. Uh, there's lots of research to back it up. I know the school boards like um, evidence based everything. And we're there. Right. We're there with with mindfulness meditation. We, we, we know that this works. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a, that's another point, although, you know, it, it is mostly focused on teachers. Uh, parents can also do it. And we wanted to include that in in, in the title. Uh, you know, myself, for example, I was homeschooled most of my life, so it, it doesn't have to be an official classroom kind of kind of setting. And uh, also, obviously, in in, in the, this day and age, uh, you know, with, with, with the covid pandemic and, and, and the lockdowns and those things, that, that's actually when we were writing this book. Uh, uh, although a lot of the groundwork had been done before the the lockdowns. And so we wanted it also to be amenable for uh, teaching online or teaching at, at home uh, just, just by by a parent with with a couple of kids or, or one or, or more. So obviously I'm 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 um, pro pick up the book. Is there anything else you want to, to say to inspire parents? Um, or anything uh, left unsaid here that we've missed? Yeah, yeah. Uh... I think I think the uh, you know certainly the the aspect of, of society is, is important, but I think for for uh, a, a piece of that, that that I mentioned would be that kind of happiness aspect, and I, I really uh, identify as a, as a, a multicultural positive uh, psychologist. So uh, that what that that means you're probably already familiar is is that we don't just look at deficits and problems, but also strengths. And so I think that that mindfulness can be one of those 
things that that can contribute to happiness. You know, one one of the uh, major detractions from happiness would be dwelling on the past past, and that kind of contributes to uh, depressive symptoms. Right. And then another one would be anxiety, worry about the future. And so if we can engage more in mindfulness, then that really helps us be here now. And when you're really here now, uh, uh, you know, for, for example, we talk about in positive psychology, a kind of a flow like state, which is very, very much engrossed and, and, and in the moment doing something maybe that you love and the, that those future worries melt away, those past stressors or past uh, uh, depressive uh, experiences and thoughts and emotions, they tend to melt away also. And so if we can do more of that, we really think that it can uh, um, it, you know, make it quite hard to be anxious and, and depressed. And then uh, mindfulness, I think, can take it further. If you do get one of those types of thoughts or feelings, we can learn to not judge those we can learn uh that uh, you know not judge that all those thoughts and feelings that contribute to uncomfortable feelings and 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 that and that's another thing that i like to to advocate for we're often taught as children uh whether that be officially through through messaging from 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 family or uh, more passively through media or through schools that that we have bad and good emotions. And so what we learn from that is that those bad emotions we want to avoid. We want to try to push it away, right? We want to uh, push it down and, and, and avoid that. And uh, I really hope that to, to advocate this idea of a shift from, from bad emotions to uncomfortable emotions and teaching children that emotions are all good. Uh, or that uh, they're just uncomfortable or comfortable or nice and that they can teach us something, right? I, 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 I use a nice metaphor of certainly it hurts to touch a hot stove, but that gives us uh, important information about the world. It teaches us, hey, stoves are hot. I should probably avoid that. The same as if I feel jealous, I feel anger, I feel uh, 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 sad. Okay. What does that mean? There's some information in the world that's contributing to that. And then I can use that information to then make my next next choice. So I know that's that's a little bit heady and psychological uh, in, in terms of, of our adult understanding of it. But if we can teach children these concepts in, in, in ways, then it can really kind of contribute to, again, again, that that happiness of really being uh, fully present in the moment, really engrossed. Uh, and, and, and like that. So, so, so yeah, I think, I think that, that that's a, a point I, I wanted to make. That's so important. Uh, and again, this comes from um, people sort of misjudging or, or not yet understanding uh, some of the skills that, that are taught in mindfulness meditation. Again, from the outside, a lot of people think it's just quieting the mind and sitting still. And they don't realize it's a lot of micro skills about, you know, not engaging with those thoughts and changing our thoughts about what our emotions are and, um, you know, not self-identifying and grasping. There's so much in there uh, that in, until you do the dive in and start to learn it, you don't realize how rich it is 
uh, in these things that we do teach psychologically, but this really helps. This is, this is the, the, the practice, practice of the mind, practice of, of working with the nature of the mind, right? The monkey mind. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Says, says me, who's, I got a bunch of monkeys rolling around in there. <laughs> it's a good thing. Otherwise I wouldn't have learned all these great skills. I was forced, I was forced by my own nature to have to tackle it. Um, so if people want to learn more about where to get the book, how to follow up the conversation with you, let me uh, throw this back to you. How, how, how can, what are next steps for people following you, finding you? Yeah, good. I, I think the the easiest way to to find the book it would be to just kind of search on 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 your search engine. Uh, there there is a, a very nice free sample on uh, on Google Books, uh, for example. So if you look for uh, teaching mindfulness, a uh, guidebook for for teachers like that, uh, or or mindfulness and and Amanita, uh, then, then then you would be able to. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes so people can link right through too. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So so if if they if they find that, then you know that they have access to to a, a portion of the book they wouldn't even have to buy and 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 I like that idea also to give at least some of it away for for free so so there there's a number of exercises and and some of the research and and, and things like that and rationale to to give them uh, a part things to 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 work with uh, and and that that may even be be enough for for folks so so definitely I would encourage uh, people to, to to check out that that free preview out, out there and then uh, um, I'm open if, if folks wanted to uh, maybe follow me on on, on uh, Instagram, uh, Dr. uh would be uh, that uh, and, and open for, for, for folks uh, reaching out if they wanted. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so much for this great contribution and conversation. Hopefully we've inspired parents to, to, to get on this. I know people are busy, but I really believe that this, the time that you invest in taking the time to train around this comes back 100 fold and not just to use, like you said, not just for our kids, but for the health of our family and eventually society. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. It's a real honor to to have this conversation and be invited to your podcast here, Allison. It's a, a real, real nice uh, experience and, 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 and fun to, to talk about this. I'm, I'm glad that you have such an interest in, in, in promoting uh, the, this idea of, of mindfulness for children. Thank you. As you know, it takes a village to make a podcast, so thanks to my team, including Max Cotter, my editor and technician, as well as the crew at H2O Digital. This podcast was recorded in Toronto, Canada. We acknowledge the land we are meeting on is the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat people, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit and Métis. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 with the Mississaugas of the Credit. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.